and we back, and we back, and we back. <laughs> what is up, everybody? We are here again for another lovely episode. I am Mr. Teach. And I am Natalie. That sounds weird. Like, I didn't know how to say my name. Anywho, so welcome to Crazy Little Thing Called, the podcast where crazy becomes relatable. Yes, where we try to make this as relatable as possible. Um, today, we are in our family bag with an episode titled Grown ish watch our world i'm grown now oh she's singing y'all thought y'all was gonna get it through a whole episode (laughs) and not have me singing starting it off right starting it off right which i need to catch up on that are you kidding i am i just watched friday maybe have a episode behind i just watched this one it was okay yeah. It was okay. They're slacking for me. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, so that's right. Like Mr. Teach said, we are going to be talking about basically what it means to be grown, but more so in particular, just kind of the boundaries, relationships with our family. How has it changed, you know, since we've gotten older, just communication wise, maybe like some. You know, or triggers that you may have just like as like you've gotten older with your family and just kind of, you know, how it affected you as an adult today, all that good stuff. Um, But super excited. Before we jump into that, um, I want to know, how have you been these past two weeks? Mm. Well, yeah. Mm. (laughs) So these past two weeks, not going to be much lot. Have been rough. It has been okay. Yes, rough riders, if you will. Um, I don't know. I feel like so. The last after, right after we recorded the last episode, which I was good, and you know what? I, I honestly think it was. It was that episode of Euphoria, the Rue running episode, because um, it was heavy. I don't know if that just triggered something. Maybe Mercury was in. No, a lot of people said that though too. I mean, like they said that she obviously did a good job, but a lot of people who that hits home for, which it doesn't hit home for you to like, yeah. (laughs) But it's just like it definitely tugged on a lot of people. Mm -hmm. I I was talking about that with my lash technician. (laughs) I learned her whole home story, but she said the same thing. She was like, "But that story." It was just heavy, and I feel like with her. I don't know, like I. Like I've always said, I'm an empath, so I'll be feeling stuff. And she did such a good job at that that, like, I don't know, like, it was heavy as hell. And so, like, I feel like after that, it was just like a a cloud, <laughs> literally, above yeah. my poor little self. And then also, like, Valentine's Day coming up, and that's just not a, a exactly fun time. And it brought up some things hmm, from the past that I was like, hmm, okay. And then I had therapy that week as well. And then I feel like I'm in that awkward, not awkward, that uncomfortable stage of therapy where like everything is being brought to the surface and you're like, oh, I don't want to talk about this. So that literally, literally, we don't talk about, I've still never seen that movie. But so that was just like weighing on me. And then... I don't know, like, I'll be trying, because obviously for work, like, I am in a in a field where it's like I'm very customer presenting, if you will. So, like, I always have to be on. Yeah, you're, like, just masking. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And so then 
but I'm not okay. And so it's just like having to go and do that where I'm like, mm, yeah, no. Yeah. So in the words of you, mm, no. <laughs> so I don't know. I feel like that was just there. And then the words of my therapist in my, in my, in the back of my head is like she was saying, like I told you earlier, like she's like, she wants me to work on being vulnerable yeah. and that's hella hard. Can I ask me. you a random question since you brought that up? Which um, question? I mean, what I brought up. New therapy. And <laughs> oh, yes, 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 yes. And yes. since, like, you're talking about the, like, first, like, couple of sessions or so. Mm-hmm. Just this is just being two. very just mm. all out there type mm. of deal. Do you go in already thinking about what you want to talk about? Or do you just kind of, when you get there, you're still just getting to know, like, she's... Your, your therapist still getting to know you, so you're just kind of like laying it out all on the table. So going in, I typically like, what I've tried to do is like, if something bothers me from the time of our last session to now, I try to write, make a note in my phone. Okay. And so that way I can go in and be like, so you know what, this shit really fucked with me. Yeah, yeah. But I, I went in with that expectation, but then she literally, cause this is only our second session. And so mm-hmm. she was like, you know, I've kind of, based on our last session, like she asked questions like, oh, how's everything going? And I even told her like, something was off. Like even before then, like, I don't know what it was. I couldn't describe what the feeling was, but like, I just felt like something was off. Yeah. And so then I was telling her that and she was like, well, what she was trying to uncover. She was like, well, what is it? Or is it this or is it that? And I was like, no, I don't know. It's like, I, I can't put my finger on what it is. And then literally it was until after the session that I was just like, okay, that's what it is. And well, so there was, I think it was after the second session. Uh, yes, that was that Thursday. I literally slept. Yes. Okay. Because so, you left. Yeah. I you did. went to work out. Yeah. I think I, yes. Because yeah. we saw each other in the kitchen. And you was like, I had McDonald's because I hadn't mm-hmm. eaten all day. And then, but even the next day, your energy was Friday. just like mm-hmm. different. And I was like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you was really trying. And I was like, oh, she. Well, I was trying, but then I was just like, okay, mm-hmm. I know. Like, I'm not uh, mm-hmm. about to just like press anymore. Because, um, <laughs> like, you know how I am. Yeah. My energy yeah. goes, Wow. <laughs> so, but yeah, okay, that makes sense. So yes, mm-hmm. and so taking the advice of my therapist and being vulnerable and opening myself up because that is something that I don't do. Even with you, as close as we are, yeah, like I, was I saying, don't. You're not supposed to do with everybody. Yeah, well, no, I don't with anybody. And so, like, okay, <laughs> and that's the problem. And so that was something like she kind of weird uncovered uncovered in the last one was just like I've just always kept so much shit in mm-hmm. that it was just like I need to have some kind of healthy release for that and so like she's already said like her goal is to get me to cry in these sessions because that is something i don't do which we have mentioned on this show before that you will be the first one and i will hold you to that but so yes being vulnerable and then of course this is the topic of the day family and so that opens up (laughs) the chance to be literally so yeah this will be an interesting thing but i am going to work on being more open and vulnerable and not holding stuff in so that I don't go through these swings of sad and Emotional numbness. Literally. Because I feel like today, today might have been the first day where I feel back to normal-ish. But then, like, still, like, so much, like, work has been annoying as F. Mm. I'm trying not to curse as much at the beginning of this part. <laughs> But yes, so my two weeks has been rough, um, but we are getting through it because that is what we do. What about you, Nat? How have you been these past two lovely weeks? Um, I think 
think I've been okay. Um, I definitely. I don't know. I don't hell. I don't even know. I feel like lately I'm just kind of going through the motions, just like going, seriously, just just going. So, um, but no, I I mean these past two weeks they really hadn't been out of the norm. I think um, I definitely gotten back more so in a routine, so that has been helpful just to get me through my weeks. I think for sure doing my juice cleanse, which I think I mentioned last. Mm-hmm. You did. <laughs> I'm, and my, I'm waiting on my juices because I'm gonna do it because she talks these up so much. I, I was like, definitely I need a reset. <laughs> Raw generation, you guys. If you're ever needing some juices, I'll let y'all know next episode. Thank Raw you. generation, but no, that helps me just kind of get back because. Um, for sure, you you know, like body wise for me, like is almost directly connected just to how I feel. And mm-hmm. so like physically, if I don't feel okay, then like mentally, mentally. emotionally, I'm like, mm, not there. Um, so <laughs> that, yeah, that has been a bit better um, as far as work. work mm-hmm. Right. I feel like I haven't, you haven't talked about work in a while. I just mm-hmm. asked you how your clients and you like, they're cool. I just be tired of talking about it. Yeah. Like, because that's so, um, I was about to say that's so weird to say, but I mean, as a therapist, all I do is talk. not talk, but listen mm-hmm. and talk. And I feel like when I come home, I don't necessarily want to talk about mm-hmm. what I just literally like been listening. It's just, I think my struggle lately, which it's been on and off for a while now, but I feel like more so now, I think as I'm getting closer to changing my career mm-hmm. or shifting to a, an extent, I'm having a hard time balancing like being emotionally available in work mm-hmm. and then being emotionally available in my like actual life cuz mm-hmm. I feel like with like my actual friends and family I'm just like listening mm-hmm. but I'm not contributing because I don't have the energy to do so. Mm, that's fair. So it's just like Mm-hmm. So, that's kind of where I <laughs> Whoa, we started on a low note. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. But aside from that, I mean, I think my week has been pretty, pretty okay. Oh, something you don't know about, which I was mentioning, going to mention to you. Mm-hmm. Um, I got connected with a therapist because I think Ooh. that I was going to start back up um, seeing a therapist. Yes, therapists have therapists. Um, but yeah, mine starts in March. Okay. So. Like you scheduled an appointment and everything? Okay. Yeah. Here, virtual? So, virtual. Uh, um, just because I know I'm going to be like moving around. Yeah, true. And I've gotten, obviously, like as a clinician, I've gotten the kind of gist of what virtual looks like. And it's okay. actually not all that bad, um, especially if you have like a relationship with the person that you're talking to. Um, it's definitely. So you easy. know them? No, to? no, I don't know. Oh, them. Uh, oh. But I'm saying like, obviously, initially, it's going to be a little like, mm, mm. <laughs> But she's a black woman. Mine is too. I, so this is my that. first time with a black woman there. Yes, black woman therapist, and she is the like the most amazing thing ever. Yeah. Like she just like you walk in the office, and she's young. She's like I don't know. She's like a year older than us, 
or if she's, she's our age. Yeah. And she is just the nicest thing. I don't know if you listen to this, um, doctor. Not doctor. She's not a doctor. Sorry. Mine is a doctor. Oh, mm-hmm. fancy you. Did you go through the agency I went through? I did. Oh. But okay. I had to like and I feel like that's my struggle too. It's like mm-hmm. as a therapist. I'm not really picky about my therapist. I am. But I wanted... <laughs> and I'm not a therapist. I wanted a different, like... I wanted a different feel. Okay. So my therapist actually has a doctoral degree in something else. Okay. And then became a therapist. So actually, I've been a therapist longer than she's been a therapist. But okay. I like that. And yeah. I feel like she's going to probably be able to bring, like, more insight mm-hmm. to things or whatnot so that's good i'm happy for you i'm glad that you found yes i'm I'm interested because now that i'm thinking of the website and all the things on there so but yes no miss mons you're amazing i don't know if anybody's looking for actually no i'm not putting her out there because i need my availability to stay open well you just gave the name yep but they don't know where and i tried googling (laughs) her and it does not come up shout out to my therapist But now that we are officially caught up with each other, right? You have anything else that you wanted to add? I kind of, we, we tangented off in the words of Mariah. Not really. So we are, now that we're caught up with each other, let us, let us catch up on this last episode for those slackers (laughs) who decided not to listen I'll let you take it away for the brief update on that. Yes. So if you guys were with us during our last episode, we touched on all things dating, talking, Mm -hmm. canoodling, all that good stuff. um, And just kind of gave the ins and outs of like our experiences just with... um, relationships in that aspect as well as shared some of y'all's um comments and and feedback in regards to just like y'all's experiences and whatnot and so we definitely touched on different things that i guess indicate whether or not you are in a certain stage and just Mm -hmm. kind of like how you advance or if it's possible to even go back as well as just you know ideal um Mm -hmm. first dates ideal just dates in general Mm -hmm. um and so we definitely touched on a lot of those things for Mm -hmm. sure yes we did Mm -hmm. and so was there anything after the episode that stuck out to you in relations to what we talked about um not really i feel like i definitely went in Um, (laughs) definitely went in on that uh episode but i feel like i i i appreciate just like the interaction that we got from the people Mm -hmm. um you know who were friends with on social media like it was very helpful just to get different insight from men and women in different like situations Mm -hmm. so it was was very interesting okay okay so i actually because this is something that sorry guys something's in my eye i'm like dying over here um something that has been very prevalent in news media all that fun stuff that is in relation to dating um and i did not want to give this airtime but i feel like it is very relevant and so i'm going to ask you this question afterwards after um, I bring this up, Kanye, Kim, and Julia Fox. 
Now, I only ask this uh-huh. because, yes, literally. So obviously that has been a very hot topic in news because of the whole whatever the hell they've been going through. Um, I'm going to leave Kim out of this because obviously she doesn't have much to do with it. But I found it interesting that like now Kanye and Julia Fox have allegedly broken up or not allegedly, I guess it's been confirmed. And it's only been like the headlines were like a whirlwind one a whirlwind one month romance (laughs) and in my mind I was like shit that was only a month and I felt like every day it was something different like from the day they literally met until they broke up we were informed of everything that went into their relationship so the question that I pose to you now is when do you go public with your relationships are you one of those people that's like now the minute I you know wish you know <laughs> I know this, but people may not. But it's like I, I find that so weird because I'm also one of those like super duper private people that like, but then like literally we saw them go on their first date. Yeah. And we literally not not voluntarily <laughs> witness their whole relationship within a month. You did. Okay. Because I have no, I mean, I have roughly an idea what you're talking I, about, okay. but I, you know I'm not in yeah, there, so yeah. I have no idea. The question still stands. But that answers the question in regards to when do I go public with my relationship? When pigs fly. Because <laughs> yeah. it's, it's just, I, I know how I am. I don't need nor want so it's not warranted um feedback from others just Mm -hmm. in regards to like my relationship um and so i tend to just keep things very private Mm. but the people who are important to me in my life know yeah on social media yeah but but that doesn't mean that i like shy away from posting Mm -hmm. it's just like i'm not going to go out of my way to post for the simple fact of verifying it like what is it called facebook official no i'm so tired of talking to Gen gen z <laughs> oh, is that what they say? They, they say, still do that? Well, they say Facebook official, but I don't know why they say that because they don't use Facebook. But uh, they say remember that. when Facebook had poking? <laughs> sorry, sorry, tangent. Um, yeah, so but no, yeah. I thought that was interesting, and that was the That's thing that yeah. because that happened and the the breakup happened within the time of the last episode, and I was just like, that was only a month, and I felt like the way it was covered and the way that it was talked about was like these people have been together for years and that is so weird well Well, what about you do you feel like you like no never (laughs) i feel like i damn near have to be married before because i feel like the minute that you open up the the not public but you put that out there that's when opinions come and then that's when people feel like they have the right to comment like they're entitled yeah and so yeah no I'm gonna just keep that there. Like the people that I know and that I love, obviously, will know. But now we we keep we we keep that close to the chest to the vest around here. (laughs) But yes, so that that was the only thing for me that like related to the episode that I saw afterwards. That I was like, I feel like that would be a good little add on from that episode. But now that we are we got all that out of the way, let's get into this lovely drink that is sitting in front of me that is a Natalie pick. So I'll let you take it away. Yes. So I can actually drink this because it's been a very enticing <laughs> sitting here. 
super excited about this drink. Um, and I was very strategic when picking this drink because I considered the topic that we're talking about today Yay. and what my family likes to indulge in the most. Um, <laughs> yes, so, they do, guys. With that being said, and on both sides of my family, my dad and my mom's. So with that being said, um, the drink of choice tonight is a spicy habanero margarita. Mm, mm, and mm. obviously it is with tequila. And um, I'm super excited for TJ to drink this because I've been drinking it all weekend. She has. And I've been purposely not trying it so that I can... Um, <laughs> be surprised by this because she actually infused her own tequila i did and so yeah. i really like well i like spicy things she does um like, but i really drank a lot of spicy margaritas when i went on um, my best friend got married and her bachelorette trip was in um mexico and it was an all-inclusive and i just kept ordering habanero margaritas back to back to back to back and i back kid you not y'all i was under the table and on top of the table and it was very fun <laughs> um, but i was like what a perfect thing to bring to tj to mm. get him to taste um and like i said my family definitely indulges in margaritas from time to time especially on my mom's side and then on my dad's side it's just tequila like literally straight no shots. which is funny <laughs> before i drink this antidote your mom's margarita was the first time I ever drank. <laughs> so, so I talked to my mom <laughs> and I said, Mom, I said, this episode is going to be about family. Love you, Mom. And she said, now don't be telling people about our secrets, mm. you know? And she <laughs> So in high school, was this senior year? It had to be senior year. I want to say it was senior year. So, yes, we were underage. I'm not going to say your mom's name because we don't need the popo. Well, we're grown now. But we used to watch Pretty Little Liars. Amazing show. If you've never watched it, totally okay. So, <laughs> so I think, like, toward, it was either the last season, second before last season, something. I don't know why we decided to start watching it together because we always talked about it afterwards. Mm -hmm. But so Natalie invited me over and we watched Pretty Little Liars. And her mom comes in and he's like, do y'all want some margaritas? And I was like, oh. you know what and now he's like, yes, I want one extra shot. And I was like, sure. And in high school, I didn't drink like that. Like, I didn't get drunk for the first time, I swear, until prom night. And this was way before prom night. Um, and so, yeah, my first time drinking. And of course, it was a margarita. It was an amazing margarita. And I've had it multiple times since that day. And he was very sick, you guys. Yes. I mean, well, only one margarita. Yeah. My mom didn't, didn't let me drive or all, anything. But... So shout out to mom. Mm -hmm. But okay, I'm going to try this drink. And I'm I'm nervous because I've seen her coughing afterwards. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so we will see how this goes. Yes. When when he said infuse, I definitely infuse like the tequila with habaneros and limes. Um, we're gonna post just like the specifics to the recipe on our social media. So make sure to check out our Instagram page for those specifics. Um, but yeah, go ahead. Make sure you like stir it a yeah, little bit. Yeah, I'm gonna stir because it's been sitting here. I don't want all <laughs> the, the stuff. Okay, here we go. Parental advisory or flame warning. 
Holy shit. <laughs> it's okay. A it's a kick too. So right? the initial. I love it. It's only hot initially. I feel like this. So the tequila is really good. I know. It's really good. Mm-hmm. And so I used lime mix and Natalie used strawberry for hers. Yes. I feel like so it doesn't linger. Nope. So that's that's a positive. Mm-hmm. Okay, I can do this. I feel like I would not infuse it for as long as you did. Oh, I definitely would. But I feel like I would even at like I see like you were saying like the person with the pineapple. I could see a pine mm-hmm. like like a, a hint of sweetness to kind of like offset it. Yeah. Offset. Um, but I've seen other people infuse the mix as opposed to the tequila. That makes sense. Um, that way you keep the like, spice. That makes sense too. But I I feel like I like the tequila infused because I feel like it's already um, it's already liquor. Yeah. And I feel like that's already spicy. Um, <laughs> so yeah. So okay, I will say that it masks the burn of tequila. Yeah. Yeah. But then it's just like the spiciness at of the habanero. initial. Yeah. Yeah. But it's good. I, I love it. Like, I'm going to definitely re-up on it. Well, people, um, when I get, like, spicy margaritas, they always have just, like, jalapenos. And I'm like, I need you to put a lot of jalapeno. Oh, jalapenos. <laughs> I need you to put a lot of jalapenos in those drinks in order for me to actually feel, feel the it. Spice. Um, And it wasn't until, like, I, I yeah, I think in, in Mexico... Mexico? I, I feel like jalapenos like, in Mexico were just different than what uh, yeah, <laughs> they were. I, I did just have jalapenos and I was like, okay, this is perfect. But then I got back to like here in Texas and the jalapenos just were not doing it for me. And mm. I, they were like, well, we have habaneros. And I was like, muddle them, <laughs> muddle them in this drink, please. Uh, um, and it was, it was delicious. Yeah, no, this so. is, it, it's good though. It's good. It's not for the faint of heart. So if you are not a spicy person, my my one of my closest friends is cannot have anything spicy. Like damn near pepper burns. Pepper? <sighs> Who? Drew. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Drew. Um, so yeah, don't try that. But if you like a good kick, like this, it's fire. Literally, yes. <laughs> it's, it's fire. It's a burning your insides. It's great. But it doesn't linger. No, it doesn't. So that's it's like, like you taste initial, that initial like, heat, but then mm-hmm. it's gone. Yep. Absolutely. Okay. My dad like puts jalapenos and uh, habaneros in everything. That damn. So I think up. I'm used to <laughs> just the that's kick, fair. the spice. But I do like the the taste of habaneros. Like, yeah, it, it, it's so. good. And I think you know what? In the future, I probably would infuse it with. Um, Jalapenos too, because I feel like I like the flavor of jalapenos. Okay. Um, but the habaneros um, definitely gave it a kick, and I yeah, use like five. Of it them. is. I might be on the toilet after this, but <gasps> it's it's fire. I'm here. <laughs> Literally. I'm here. I'm here for it. We're this. This is going to be an interesting episode because we've both been drinking before this and now this. So. We're going to take a quick break and hopefully not run to the restroom. And we will be right back to jump in this lovely episode all about family. Yeah.
and we are back, ladies and gentlemen, and back. That was just <laughs> early. <laughs> yes. And we are ready to jump into this topic. Yes. And so, like we alluded to earlier, today's episode is all about grownish and how that relates to our relationships with our parents, how they've changed over the years, all that good stuff. And so, so excited to talk about that. I feel like I keep saying super excited, but- Are you really excited about this? I actually am, but again, I'm super excited because I feel like our family dynamics it's are way different. different. I and you guys will hear about that. I am just yeah, in awe mm-hmm. of my family. Love them to pieces. Which mm. you know, TJ loves his family to pieces too, but just different. We're just different. Mm. And so I think we both have different feels going into exactly. this episode. So I'm apprehensive. <laughs> She's excited, but it's okay. Um, because I feel like we chose this one because I feel like, like as you get older, like it's kind of inevitable for your relationships to change with your family. Absolutely, yeah. Like, it, more specifically, like your parents, because obviously they're the people that are closest to you. So I feel like this would be a good topic just to get one. You know, like she said, we have very different, and so we've talked about it before like with each other. So now we're going to throw you guys in the mix and then also to kind of get some feedback from you guys later on to see what, if you agree with me, if you agree with Natalie, if you disagree with both of us, we want to make sure that you guys comment and all that fun stuff to let us know what your thoughts are and how your family is. Yes. But before we do that, we keeping in the um, tradition of (laughs) Natalie's family. Yes. We have shots here because Jesus, we are going to need some liquid courage to get this conversation flowing, at least on my side. So, cheers to Crazy Little Pod and family shit and bottoms up. Woo! Okay. And on that note, let's go. (laughs) I'll let you start. I feel like if you don't click the shot glass and then tap it on the table. Mm-hmm. Who are you? Right. Like you need to tap right. it on the table. I don't know if I don't think we looked each other in the eyes. We did that only because I think my eyes might have been closed. <laughs> um so you know that's bad luck too. But let's pray the it's not on this episode and just somewhere later on down in life. <laughs> Woo! All right. So let's start this discussion. I feel like the perfect way just to start this topic or just start this um episode in regards to family is just to do just like describe like your family and so mr teach i'm going going to pass the mic to you i feel like just like i guess describe your relationships with your family kind of growing up like what that looks like i feel like that would be a good base point yeah sorry just because that margarita's a lot um (laughs) Ah, so my my parents are divorced, and they have been divorced since I was five. Yeah, five. And then dad's married again. Mom's, you know, not. Um, so I feel like we growing up, my relationship I felt like was good with my parents. Mm-hmm. Um, with family in general, like I've always, I want to say, been closer to my mom's side of the family. Um, growing up, yeah, but things yeah, have, yeah. are definitely different now. 
Um, I do have an older sister. Shout out to you, Jess, because I know you listen. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I have a younger brother who we are 10 years apart. Um, and so that's kind of my sibling dynamic. I, yeah, that drink is spicy. <laughs> yes. I wish I could have saw the face she face. made. Eventually we'll have video and y'all will be able to see. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Not today because I got my Sealy Pasta Peely brain. Yeah, she don't have the Jada Bantu now. She got the Sealy, bring them to the back. Anyway, <laughs> this is my time. I'm talking about my family. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so yes, no, uh, I was closer to my own side of the family. Um, my dad's side of the family is relatively small. My my great grandfather is still alive. Shout out to him. He makes a hundred in April. How many siblings does your dad have? None. Oh, he's the only child. Well, so my dad doesn't know his dad. Biological dad. Correct. Gotcha. And so he has other kids. He's dead now. I think he died recently, like twenty seventeen. Um, so I don't know. He has half siblings, but we don't know them. Of them. So it's always been just my dad, my grandmother. Um, and that, so that side of the family is super small. My stepmom, who's been basically like my second mom because they got married or they met each other like when I was six. So she's been around. She has a large family. So they've kind of adopted me as their other bonus grand. child. We'll go with that. Even though my stepmom <laughs> don't want no goddamn kids in the words of her. Um, I will say family. Hmm. It's been interesting. Uh, younger, I don't think I recognized the dynamics that we have. We will discuss the the transition of things, but I won't I go think. too deep until we get. It's <laughs> twenty twenty. Woo, boy! Especially as you get older. Literally, like. it so, is. Yeah, mm-hmm. I will let you describe your family before this train goes way off the rails. Well, mine, I I feel like obviously, you know, but mine is pretty similar just to yours. Um, Growing up, my parents are divorced as well. Um, And I think they divorced when I was around eight years old. And so it's it's my brother and I, my brother is older, um, who I love so very much. And now I have a sister in love who I love her just as much too. Shout out to making Chris. I was really Um, saying like a sister sister in love. That's precious. Um, So, but yeah, so my parents divorced when I was around eight years old, and um, my brother and I lived with my mom, and we just kind of saw her, our dad, occasionally here and there. But my, I guess, family dynamic has been pretty okay. I don't know what is okay. Okay, Literally, because you said that earlier too. It's like my week has been okay. And I'm it's like, very what subjective. is okay? I feel like my okay it, again. It goes back to me knowing I'm thinking in my head, but mm-hmm. not knowing how to, to just like yeah, it. because I just don't have the energy to do so. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm gonna need you to pep it up. We need another shot. We need another shot. Uh, we got the tequila bottle right here. Anywho, but um, <laughs> so that's kind of like I said, pretty similar to what TJ said about just like separate households Mm -hmm. type of deal um but i feel like my brother and i have always been close growing up i am extremely close with my mother Mm. Uh, (laughs) we talked about the margaritas though which i will talk about that more extremely close with my mom and um i feel like as i've gotten older my relationship with my dad has gotten like way better too um and then my relationship with my brother we not have always been good except for that little stint 
Ooh. in high school. Okay. <laughs> when we were both we in high school at the same time. For a sibling year? Yeah. Okay, yeah. we're going to say that about a sibling episode. But okay. um, that's just kind of how my family dynamics had looked when I was growing up. Pretty small family. I feel like very nuclear in a sense of like mom, dad, boy, girl. Like it's, oh, that's yeah. what a nuclear very... family like looks like when you look at a textbook or whatever. Um, okay. And so that's kind of like how the dynamics of my family had been. And so definitely, like I said, as I've gotten older for sure has changed. Um, and I know for you that definitely, yes, definitely is it. But before we dive into that a little bit more, oh, we had good. posed some questions oh, yes. for our followers just to kind of give us some feedback on as well as So follow us. TJ and and myself, we come up with some questions that we wanted to ask one another just in regards mm-hmm. to this topic. And so TJ, I'm gonna let you start off mm-hmm. With the question that you feel like you want to pose first. Mm-hmm. Um, something that I did want to say that I didn't mention because you mentioned it. My family, like after my parents divorced, like we did a week and a week. So I, I was with both of my parents. So I, like I spent a week with my dad, week with my mom, and we switched and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. The fun stuff, which now looking back on it, I feel like that is literally why I've always like I've this is the longest like in this house that I've stayed in one spot. Mm. Like I've always moved. Like I felt like I always had to move. And I wonder like you know talk about that before that. But I feel like that's like a thing. Like I can't sit still. Like I feel like I have to be moving. And I wonder if that's because I always switched houses like that. When and I was for younger. me, we didn't have. That's so interesting because I didn't have the one week on one week off. Mm-hmm. It was literally like my mom raised us and Mm -hmm. we would see my dad like every now and then like he was there obviously Mm -hmm. but like we would see him every now and then um but it was not like a set specific like Mm -hmm. we stayed at his place a week and Mm -hmm. then a week with my mom and see the um, yeah Yeah. okay Mm -hmm. that makes sense i mean it yeah that family um the question that i have for you to begin this lovely thing is do you recall the biggest fight you've had with your parents (laughs) and what sparked it well so speaking of parents my dad just texted me i'm surprised he didn't call her dad literally called (laughs) so we start we tried to film it or record this at the same time every other sunday and i kid you not like clockwork we get here and we're like, okay, are you ready? Let's discuss the da 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 And her dad calls. <laughs> and it's never just like a quick like, hey, oh, uh-huh. It's like 30 minutes to an hour conversation. And I'm literally an just hour. sitting here. That first episode was definitely an hour. And I'm just sitting here like twiddling my thumbs. Okay, sorry. So I know. Anyway, answer the question. <laughs> <laughs> but no, my dad just said, hey, my beautiful daughter, love you. <laughs> He's gotten better at not calling and just texting. Of course, he knows this how you're going to get a response out of me. Yes, um, texting. And so, but uh, so ooh, interesting question. Mm. Biggest fight. Ooh, okay. So I know my mom is going to listen to this, and I'm sure she is Hi, going mom. to laugh like I'm just- so much. The biggest fight that I've ever had with my parents was when I was young and what? Dumb. Well, that's Mm. how we are. (laughs) Young and dumb. And I thought I was grown, even though I'm grown now. But I thought I was grown back then. And it had to do 
with some little boy um, that we shall not name on this episode for right now. Um, And I had lied about (gasps) just- You lied? (laughs) Natalie. I know. No. Um, I had (laughs) lied about just kind of like the whereabouts of this person at this time. Was he under your bed? No. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> no, no, no. It wasn't like nothing like to that extent. Um, but I just had lied about the whereabouts of this person. And um my mom and my brother were out of the house like at that time and then my brother came back. This was around the time that my brother and I just were not seeing eye to eye. Nick did not snitch. He did. Nick um, Snickerless. <laughs> Snitcherless. <laughs> and then, so he told my mom, and then my mom talked to me, and it was just like a whole big ordeal. And then my mom told my dad. Ooh, don't you hate? And I was like, y'all are not even friends. Why are you not even friends? Like, why are oh. you? But as a grown adult now, completely understand. <laughs> Just the way that they went about the whole thing, because like I feel like as a um, as a parent in this situation, I literally probably would have handled it the exact same, the way. Exact same way that my mom did. Um, and it's I'm actually so curious weird. about the, the story. I don't know if that's something we could talk about offline because I'm interested because um, it's been very vague, and I'm like, huh. When was it? I was in high school. I think I was a ninth grader or something like that. Yeah, yeah we weren't close at that. Like, yeah, that no, we didn't know each so other. I wouldn't to that know about extent. this. Um, but my brother but that like I said it, I alluded to just like my relationship with my brother mm-hmm. my brother was a junior and me entering high school at that time um, just it just kind of sparked a little mm. rift between us because <laughs> I can't wait to see you <laughs> But I know that that probably was the the worst. But I think that was necessary to happen. What was the fight like? What happened? It was just like I was grounded for a while. Ooh, this was another one too. Mm. But mm. I don't want to throw in my friends under the bus too because we were. I all know this one. <laughs> But again, it goes back to Negroes. And I'm telling you, as a teenager, you really don't know what's best for you. Like, you really don't. Like, you really are blindsided with just hormones or just trying to fit in or whatever the case may be. And you're just, you know, like trying to look cool and all that good stuff. But it's stupid because (laughs) it really is stupid. And so I feel like... Had those situations not happened, my relationship with my mom probably would have been a little bit different. Um, I feel like those were terrible situations to go through as a teenager, but I feel like it allowed for more um, vulnerability in in conversation. Yeah, and just being able to really open up and obviously like as an adult, Mm-hmm. I'm very open with my mom now because I'm like, I'm grown. Literally. Like, and so we, <laughs> I'm about to be 30. Huh. So. We're literally opposites in that because, mm-hmm. like, I like vulnerability with my parents. And I think, I, as, you know, therapy, shout out to therapy. Like, as <laughs> I've gone into, like, just like uncovering certain things, like, I realized, like, crying. Mm-hmm. I cried so fucking much as a kid. 
Really? Like over the dumbest. I'm a cancer for God's sakes. So I cried all the time. Like, first of all, my parents <laughs> fought a lot when they were together. So that was something. Okay. So yeah. Yeah. So I cried for them, like the craziest thing. And so like specifically, I remember my dad and then my, I'm not going to mention him by name. If you know, you know, my God awful stepfather were terrible people. No, no, my dad's not terrible. They were just very not nice, masculine. Guys. You know, like toxic masculinity. Like you don't show emotion. You, right. So it's like it was always like suck it up. You know, be a man. Da, da, da. So it's like I think it literally conditioned me to just not cry, which is why I've gotten to the point where the only time I cry is like death. I'll cry in death because I think the last time I really really cried was when Tice died. Like that was a moment, and. I Before that, that ugh, rough time. It was terrible. Before that, my grandfather died. When Val died, like those are the times. Like that's the only time that I feel like crying is necessary. So like that right. vulnerability, like you said, that you get from your parents. Like I feel like I got the opposite. Well, parents, mom, your mom, okay. <laughs> literally. Gotcha. Okay, that just makes moms. Sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess I, my mom is definitely more emotional, obviously, yeah. but yeah. Mm, mm. That's interesting. It's, I don't know. It's just it's a different feel when you look at when you look back at it, girl. So. I'm not about to play with you because that is nowhere <laughs> near how that should have been used in this context. But when you look back at it, it's just like wow. Like hindsight, like I said, it's 2020. Yep. It's like the things that you went through, your relationship, the dynamics, like where it was, and now compared to where it is now. To you. Is, to you. <laughs> it's different. Or you can see how certain like Things. events or experiences mm-hmm. kind of shifted like yeah. the bond. And so I think that would be a good tangent just to kind of maybe discuss where we are at now. Mm, you're not going to let me answer the question that I asked you? I don't get to answer that question? Oh, I thought I had asked. Oh, no. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, the specific... <laughs> Event experience that changed. See, I show you this is a this is officially the Natalie show, guys. <laughs> JK, right? Okay, you have your own thing. So, um, for me, so I remember. So obviously, two separate since I was with both. I remember two specific fights with my mom that were rough, and then only one with my dad because Loki. I was always scared of him that I never like spoke up about yeah. shit. My mom, the first one that I remember was high school. And the craziest part about it was you were there. Um, you were there in the moment. You weren't there for the actual fight. So y'all should see the look that I'm giving him because I'm not too She sure don't know what it is. We so I we used to Okay. Oh, I forgot about that one. Me and my mom fight a lot. We fight a but lot. But it's like very passive. It's passive fights. Yeah. yeah. Um, the first one that I recall, or not even that I recall, because we fought all the time. The one that comes to mind is we we used to go to McAllister's like all the mm-hmm. time because we were once we had cars and shit like that. I know, yeah. So we were there. All we were there all the time because did Wesley work there at the yes. time? Uh-huh. Yes. So we used to always just go and like she would just be working. Blah, blah, blah. So we would just sit and we'd all gather and we just have great conversation. And I remember being exactly. out and I wasn't. It wasn't even my week with my mom. Oh, because I had moved out 
go to my mom's house with them. So I was with my dad. Mm-hmm. I was on my mom's phone plan. <laughs> I don't know what she was texting me about, but we were out and we were talking and she kept texting me and I wasn't responding. And so finally I was just like, you know, I'm out. Well, she was like, why aren't you responding? And I said, I'm out with friends or something like that. And her, her response was like, you need to respond. And my response was, I just don't feel like being bothered right now. Yes. Now, I was either a junior or a senior in high school. He had the audacity. But my thing is like, (laughs) I don't even know what the the topic was. Anyway, so her, she got pissed. She called my dad. Moral of the story, she turned my phone off. (laughs) Um, I hear that happening so many times. (laughs) And the funniest part about it was I was unbothered. By this, I'm like, okay, I don't have a phone. I don't care. It's like, what? And so, but it pissed off my dad because my dad's like, what's gonna happen if I need to get a hold of him? All that stuff. So that's a fun fight. The second (laughs) fight that I remember specifically with her was one Thanksgiving where she forgot about me. (laughs) I think you told me this one multiple times. Yes, because I don't go home very often, especially back then, because I was working. Mm -hmm. And so for me to get a holiday off. My mom's family cooks very late. My dad's side of the family does not. So I always have lunch with my dad, dinner with my mom. And so I was like texting her, like hitting her up, like, hey, you know, like where uh, where are y'all at, blah, blah, blah. Cause I'm trying to come through, you know, I want to get my plate. That was really the most important thing. But also I want to see my family cause I think I was still living in San Antonio at the time. I hadn't moved here and no response. And then I finally get a response like two hours later. It was like, sorry, my phone died, blah, blah, blah. We are heading back to my uncle's house. And I was like, okay, well, let me know when you're there. And didn't hear back. And so then I text like, hey, are y'all there? Blah, blah, blah. Never heard anything back. And I was in my feelings because I'm like, hmm. So yeah. I don't know if that's like an actual verbal fight, but like we didn't speak for a good four or five months. Like I said, very passive. Very passive. Um, that is, but been it's the... still like impactful. <laughs> I guess that's the word that mm-hmm. I'm thinking about. Yeah. Yeah. So that that yeah didn't talk for four or five months, and that was an interesting time with my father. That one's <laughs> the most recent. <laughs> Damn, it's always fucking Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> which i wanted to say when you said like the whole situation like with um divorced parents like buying phones i hear about that a lot in my practice like with like, mm-hmm. my clients and whatnot but when i think about it like in regards to my own life i got my first cell phone i think in like seventh grade i got mine in eighth and my dad bought it for me and my mom was like oh what? <laughs> he was the, like, we need a way to contact you. And my mom was like, um. Funny story about first cell phones. <laughs> my, my parents got together to do this, but my then stepfather, because I had a stepsister, he was like, no phones. Like, very adamant that we couldn't have phones mm-hmm. in, in middle school. Yeah. And then magically, when I was in the eighth grade and then my then stepsister was in the seventh grade, he was going to get her a phone. And my mom and dad was like, oh, hell no, because I was older. And so then they went and got me a phone before she could get one just to... Because <laughs> that was fucked up. Oh, God, that man was terrible. Anyway, so yes, my biggest fight with my father has been recently because, again, like I said, I was scared. I feel like my father definitely like can parented with a a 
fear tactic in a sense growing up. Mm. Mm. It's interesting that you say that because it makes me, this is, this is related, but y'all are not going to get this really quickly, but it Am makes I gonna get it? me think about the tobacco commercials. <laughs> exactly. Um, in regards to, obviously you guys, I have a psychology background, but it's like, because I don't fear is only helpful when there's a solution provided. But mm. those tobacco commercials used to be like so crazy. I have that popsicle in my throat. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, those commercials really, I mean, granted, I was it, never it inclined to fearful. smoke, but ooh. it makes you fearful, but it doesn't necessarily <laughs> offer like, it maybe offered like a number for you to call or something to that extent, but it needed to offer like a more like realistic type of like whatever. And so back mm-hmm. to what you were saying, parents sometimes use like the fear mm-hmm. tactic to like control gain control mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but it loses its grip if as there's no solution and mm-hmm. as you get older you begin to know like okay there's no right. real fear exactly. here exactly. so i can do what i need to do what exactly. i want to do and i'm going to do exactly. type of deal and that's so, literally what happened yeah and funny enough natalie's always around for these damn fights even though she's very unaware we i don't out. you think because i don't say oh anything. you knew but you said you didn't know what when we were at tia Juanita's and i got into the fight with my dad right there and y'all were all oh, in no. the well because i y'all we were at Tia Juanita's. And just so happened to sit in the booth right next, next to, to each, each other. other. But I was with my cousins and interacting. I wasn't listening. I didn't hear So anything. you really weren't aware. That's what I'm saying. You weren't aware. Well, that's what I'm saying. But when it's here happening, like, I'm aware. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, obviously, I wasn't listening because mm-hmm, I was mm-hmm. talking to my cousins. Yeah. So, yes, we got into it at Tia Juanita's during Thanksgiving. Because I finally decided to speak up for myself. Something that, you know, I'm working on, especially in familial situations and not allowing fear and intimidation. And so that was our biggest fight. And things are still weird now, (laughs) sadly, which is why I'm in therapy, guys. (laughs) So, yes, that that is the two biggest fights that I've been in with family. Um, or three, I guess. So, yeah. Again, family structures very differently as her fights have been all when she was in high school. And mine seemed to continue to fucking happen. You know, and as I think about it, I don't think that I have been in any fights with my parents as an adult, um, mm-hmm. which I'm super, super grateful for. But I think that has a lot to do just with <laughs> my background as a therapist and mm. just... Okay, and Crystal, Crystal, this is, this is a side note too. The Reed? Crystal from The Reed. Oh. She alluded to this in regards to. Um, in regards to. <laughs> if y'all know. Oh, we said we were going to make notes I say in regards to a lot, and so mm-hmm. that's why he said that. But um, she alluded to this. Uh, I was about to say it again. In regards to. <laughs> She alluded to this, um, (coughs) how we've talked about um, just like the dynamics of you interacting with, as a therapist, you guys, in the the dynamics of you interacting with your family and friends and not trying to like therapize Mm, them. mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. But I think she answered it very gracefully and I feel like I'm similar in regards to as I went through school, learning obviously the 
dynamics or the background of whatever psychology I was able to use it in my own life just as I would tell my client or whatever mm-hmm. the case may be so I feel like I've grown in effective communication and all that good stuff too um and so I say this to say as I've gotten older just like with my relationship with my parents I don't feel like there have been many like experiences of discord because I feel like I have been able to effectively communicate Mm. just you know how I'm feeling or just like boundaries wise um definitely there's a difference between mom and dad but for sure like me and my mom like I feel like we communicate very well. Um, hi, mom. And so, <laughs> I think you said hi, mom, like three thousand times. Um, I call I, her mama. I mom think too. we communicate very well, and even like the uncomfortable things to communicate, like just with maybe I'm not like in the space to just be able to talk right now because mm-hmm. me and my mom talk a lot. Um, Every day, she Multiple is times. able to understand that, and I feel like. It's due to just me, like being able to effectively communicate that. Mm-hmm. Um, so. And I'll agree. Like I, I feel like as I've gotten older, like my mom and I's relationship, as strained as as strained as it has been in the past, like we, I've been able to set firm boundaries with her in a way that I feel like she has respected. And we're able to communicate now more so in a better place because like when I just had my um, my feelings or whatever like that, like I had to get a credit card. My mom's worked in, in credit unions like my whole life, it seems. And so like anytime there's something financial, like I know I can go to her like, hey, and so we can have these conversations. It's not like she has to continue to reach out or something like that. Because I feel like the thing with me, which may be weird, in the sense of family is I don't, complete opposite of you, I don't wanna talk to my family every day (laughs) in any way. I feel like I've put in place, specifically my mom's side of the family, going down to my grandmother, my brother, like if you need me, I'm here. Mm -hmm. If anything is wrong, don't hesitate to call me. Yeah. If nothing is wrong and you just are bored, please hesitate to call me. (laughs) Like, I'm okay with like every once in a while, like, hey, is everything okay? Cool. Like we can have a chit chat for a day, a good 10 to 15 minute textual conversation. And I'm cool. Like I'm all right with that every once in a while. But I, because, which I feel like you can slightly relate, we're very people, we're in very people oriented lines of work. Right. And so like once I get home, most of the time I don't want to talk. What do I want to do? Take a nap. So I'm going to go to sleep. So I don't need you to be like, hey, how was your day? Because I'm not the fuck out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And I think I think you're the same way. I mean, I guess you're no, talking. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I am. And I think that's where the boundaries come in yeah. in regards to, like, I had to communicate that with people who I do talk to on a daily basis, like my mom or, like, my boyfriend or whatever the case may be. Like, <laughs> she's that <said> boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> that's still weird. Um, <laughs> I got the point. I told her she should go on a dating show recently because I completely forgot she had a relationship. He's trash. Anywho. I am not um, trash. But, I I like, am. I don't want to, I don't want to talk. Like, I don't, I don't care to talk. Like, mm-hmm. this is going to be another episode, too. But my, 
like love language is just like physical touch and quality time. I don't need to. Is that why we get along? Those are mine. That makes sense. <laughs> but like, we don't touch. But no, no. But we could just sit we in touch the same together. like area and not really talk to that extent, mm-hmm. but just be doing the same thing, like or and, watching some random right. ass show. And that's why I feel like again another episode. But that's why I feel like I need to love in the same environment. Like that's why mm. it means so much to me to be close to the people that I mm. like care about because long distance is not for me. Like oh, I don't do know have how a long to distance relationship episode like <laughs> express that. So anywho's back to family. <laughs> but I think that goes to you know I what was I saying like I I like to be in the in the same vicinity I guess so to speak in that there's boundaries in regards to the tequila said name yo when don't even do me that. too no I'm talking oh, about I was about to say not me it goes back to just like not having to talk every day mm-hmm. in depth to the extent to where we're like what did you do because literally my day is the same every day um, and more so keeping the conversation for like a weekend or something like that to where okay, I have fair. time just to be able to talk about things and just unwind. Mm. So that's like a, a good, like a, again, like I said, like a boundary that I feel like I have established with the important people in my life. Um, but I wanted to ask the question, but before I ask this question, I wanted to- Do I need to, another drink or another shot? Um, <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Keep going. Y'all, these margaritas is fire. Literally. (laughs) Fire in the booty hole. Oh. (laughs) Y'all, I told you the tequila was set down. I don't know why she acting like it wasn't. Wait, I was going to say, where's your shot glass? Um... So, but before I ask this question, mm-hmm. don't try to give me one Sorry, guys, I had to concentrate on pouring the right amount in the. Yay! Okay, so before I ask this question, I wanted to ask because, like, we talked about, like, just like the basis of your dynamics with your family, like when you were younger, and hinted to, like, as we've gotten mm-hmm. older. But I feel like my question would be more impactful after we discuss where we're at now so like with our family okay, like, relationship i was about to pull a you and say in regards to <laughs> <laughs> so um kind of talking like where we're at now with our family give me kind of the runabout which again we've already kind mm-hmm, of alluded, alluded to. to um in the present um i will say for my mom and I, it's a consistent work in progress. And I feel like that's more so on currently on me to be more receptive to that for her. And that's something that I've had to acknowledge because we've had our issues and we've tried working past those things. Right. Um, I am just very guarded. When it comes to my mom, oh, is Bella making her appearance? Hi, baby. Um, and so knowing that you know there are things that need to be worked on and discussed and things like that, we're we are definitely in a better place than we have been, mm-hmm. and I think that's because we've acknowledged 
or I feel like she's more receptive to the boundaries that I've put in place. And it's not like trying to force something. Yeah. It's again, like saying we know, like if, if something's wrong in on that side of the family, like I'm going to be there, but I also don't need to be around all the time for everything. Yeah. And I don't think that's something I want to do because I feel like in this phase of life, it's, I don't know. I feel like I'm in that court. I'm going through my quarter life crisis or whatever. So it's like right now, my focus is on figuring myself out. So I I don't have the energy or the bandwidth to fix family or be there to do X, Y, and Z for family. And I think it's finally acknowledged on her part, like, okay, I'm not a kid anymore. Right, right. So... With that one, dad, on the other hand, things are different. Um, We will, we're working. We are working, which is very weird because growing up, most people would have thought that me and my dad were the closest. And again, like I said, it was always a fear thing Mm -hmm. that really, oh shit, is that a trauma bond? Would that be considered trauma? We're trauma bonded? (laughs) Well, he would have to have a trauma on his end. I have a daddy. Would that be a trauma? I mean, if that affected him. I don't, I don't know. We've never got there. <laughs> like, I feel like our relationship's always been very surface. Mm-hmm. And that's something I've talked with my therapist about, too. It's like, I, that our relationship has always been very surface level. But because I feel like as a guy, like, you always, you're seeking approval from your father at all points of life. Mm-hmm. It's like you want. So it's like I've always tried harder to have that relationship with him because I mean that like that was my first role model like your dad is the first person that you really look up to my dad and my grandfather at least for me and now my grandfather's not here so it's like oh, dad's there why are you making that face <laughs> you thought I wasn't gonna say that Seely <laughs> over there um so yeah no we've um i will say our relationship is different there's definitely there's obviously love there but it's like i feel like as i going back to the changing relationship as you've gotten older it's like as i've gotten older and more so found my voice within just the family structure and things like that and not being willing to take certain things from family i feel like that has changed our relationship because that's not how I was previously. I was very much go with the flow, just whatever you say, haha, laugh it off. But now I'm in the space of, and I think that's therapy, that's also growth, that's also having conversations with other people and realizing different familial structures. It's like, this isn't okay. And I'm finally in a place where I'm like, I'm willing to speak on it. Yeah. And so that's changed relationships on both sides, mom and dad. Like now that I'm speaking up on certain things, you know, Things are changing, and some people are more receptive than others. <laughs> I am changing. It's not. Not you, Effie. Ah, that's all I know. Huh? She hates musicals. That's anyway. So yeah. So what question did you were you gonna pose with that? Because um, now I'm curious. <laughs> so my question was, how did your upbringing shape your view of what you wanted for a healthy family? Oh, mm-hmm. uh, so uh, as you know, I've always said from I don't want kids. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I never wanted to get married. Hmm. Like I was always that person Um, more so because I saw like with my parents, like they're as a couple, 
they were terrible. Mm-hmm. Now that they've gotten divorced, they are like the best of friends, including with my stepmom. Like they're, it's which is annoying because <laughs> I can't tell my mom something without her running and telling my dad, and then it being this whole thing. But I never wanted to get married because of that, and I never wanted kids because. I think subconsciously, like I didn't, I see so much of my dad in me and I didn't want to put that on a kid. Gotcha. And so I've always just said, I never wanted kids. Like I was always going to be everyone's godfather (laughs) slash uncle slash whatever. (laughs) So I never wanted them on my own. And then now with my past situation, relationship, whatever Mm. we want to call that, I feel like that was the first time where I saw myself with someone that I was like, oh, I could get married or oh. I could have kids. Interesting. Mm, shut up. Mm. Um, so I, I feel like that's also been a catalyst of me like trying to un- unpack these <laughs> traumas as a child. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Take that suitcase and unload it. Yeah, we're working on it. What about you? How is what did your childhood how did that influence what you want now? Because you've always said you wanted kids. Weren't you the one that said you wanted a football team? Absolutely not. No, that was Paris. No, right. that was definitely what, Kiara? They wanted a football team? Kiara and Paris. I, I don't know. Them. Never. I always said I wanted two, just like my brother and I. And look, you got them. um but no i always said i wanted to a boy and a girl um and you got them no i feel like specifically this is just like really honing in on one like specific factor um but i feel like how my upbringing shaped the just kind of view of what I wanted in a healthy like family relationship yeah structure or whatever I feel like I want to be present and I I feel like that my mom was very present throughout just my upbringing um hi mom oh my god (laughs) and I I always say this when I like kind of tell this to people but my mom said one time like she wanted to go in the school whatever industry like because she wanted to be off when her kids were off mm, and i was sweet. like okay why, why are you, you off? no i've always wanted i've always wanted to do oh, that okay. but it's a huge factor as to why i do want to okay. because i'm like that makes sense. When I was younger, I was like, why are you off when I'm <laughs> off type of deal? But as I've gotten older, I'm like, I'm so glad you were off like when I was off mm-hmm. because like in the summer, my mom would make um, camps for us. Like Shut she would up. do like, um, like art camps or what, or we would go to camps too. But like she would do little things and it would be like we had some structure to like mm. our summer or whatever the case may be. But I sent me to the YMCA. No, we we went to the YWCA. <laughs> Never um, knew that existed. And me and my brother were the only ones who could swim. <laughs> Still can't swim. All black people, if you can get my drift. Um. Wait, there. Oh. None of the black people could swim. We were the only. Shut up! Because the YMCA was nothing but white, white people. people. Exactly. The YWCA <laughs> is black. My parents Blickety, didn't know that. Blick, blick, blick. I went Anywho. to a white elementary school. 
Um, but I feel like that would be something for sure that I would like to bring into like my ideal of a healthy, like family dynamic. I want to be present with my like partner, with my kids, all that good stuff. And so I feel like with that, I need to have a healthy, like work-life balance. Mm, That's Um, the word of the day. And so... That for sure, I think is the number one thing that I would bring into just from my own upbringing to my, you know, future family or whatever the case Mm -hmm. may be. Or current, but we'll get into that another time. Mm -hmm. Uh, That makes complete sense. Would you, how would you describe like now that you are older, do you and your I guess more so with your mom, but your dad as well. Do you ever talk about the past? Like talk about your childhood? Or like, how do you bring up like things that you, as you've gotten older, like you have acknowledged that this was a trigger for you back then. Do you, have you ever addressed that with them now that you're older? Like, hey, you know, I don't know if you remember this, but when this happened, that affected me or in the words of you, impacted mm-hmm. me. <laughs> um, I mean, yes and no, but I don't feel like to the extent that probably you have because yeah, I don't feel like there are multiple things that like affected really? me to that extent that I need to talk about. Like for the most, I think I mentioned to my mom, like, chill, as I'm an adult, like there was one time where I went on my first cruise when I was 15 with my mom and my brother and my grandpa. And I was so hey, mad moms. because it was during Christmas break. And I was like, I'm not going to be able to text my boyfriend. And so I bring that How up. How old were you? 15. I bring that up to her now. Like, are you kidding me? Like, I, I was mad because... How you had a whole good? free trip <laughs> yeah. and you was mad because you couldn't text some little ball here, little boy. And now... And it's I probably mean, the same little boy, wasn't it? No, I was 15. I don't know. I was like a freshman. He wasn't even... You were there. not a freshman at 15. Mm-hmm. What? My birthday is in September. And mine is in July. That's you were awesome. definitely a sophomore in high school. And I turned 15 literally less than a month again. (laughs) I'm saying this to the extent of like, there's things like that that I feel like I brought up to my mom. Um, Like, God, I was just so stupid. Like the, the, the freak. What was I thinking, you know? This is Um, not a PC. And so, that's kind of like the only things that I feel like I, like, I don't know, to answer your question, I didn't really. Yeah, that's interesting. Didn't really have any guess, again, to that extent. Us being completely different. Yeah, yeah. I feel like for me, specifically, this is only, again, only comfortable saying that having the, only because I feel like my mom would be the only one that is receptive to this, which is so weird because you know how our relationship is. Mm -hmm. But so we've had the conversations about like how specifically my former stepfather, like how that affected me as a kid because Jesus. Not gonna go into that because just in case people 
listen to this and know who that person is. That was a rough era <laughs> of life, a very- Can I give his governance? No, please don't, because I don't feel like any of those. <laughs> I've separated myself from that for a reason. But like, we've been able to, like even prior to that, like just going back to like childhood and stuff like that, like having those conversations. And I think the thing for me, like it's been cathartic for me to get it out. But I don't necessarily know how beneficial it has been in changing the relationship. But I think, again, that's on me because I'm guarded <laughs> in that sense, which is why, again, therapist is like, you need to be more vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, yeah, but I'm still like apprehensive on certain things when it comes to allowing them in my parentals because so much has happened like from childhood and it's weird because you ask them and they think that my childhood was like the best thing ever which I can't deny that like financially never had to want for anything like anything I wanted like oh yeah we got that cool but then it was like the emotional aspect of that that I feel like as a guy like they take that for granted that we also have, we need emotional support just as much as we need every other kind of support. And again, I think that's why I am the way I am in the sense of very masking my emotions because it wasn't deemed important as a kid. Well, that's how I feel like, just like as a, a father, a male role, I guess I really haven't talked too much about my dad, but I feel like that kind of as younger and now, he didn't really know how to give like emotional support in that sense. It was like more so like, oh, I'm I'm here for you. I'm gonna tell you I love you type of deal. Um, and as I've gotten older, I realized that we are very similar in a lot of ways because he will say things and he'd be like, you're just like me. Like, hmm. Um, back to what I was alluding to earlier, just with like me getting in trouble with a lot of um, boys. <laughs> there was one time, that was that time that I was telling you guys about um, that my mom had told my dad and then my dad like had gotten mad at me or whatever and he came in my room and he was talking Ooh, I remember to me this story. and he tells a story to everybody just to give them the gist of Oh, he of did like, tell me this story. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just to give them the gist That's of like, I'm like similar to him. But so all that situation happened or whatever. And he walked in my room and he was like trying to talk to me. And I was just on my computer, just typing away. And he was like, um, listen to me when I'm talking to you. And I'm typing away. And he was like, um, I bought that computer. I will throw it away. And I looked at him. And I looked at the computer and then I looked at him and I said, this computer? And I said, I'll throw it out the window. And he was like, oh. And he walked out the room. (laughs) And he tells that story to say like, at that moment I knew you were just like me, just in regards to like your, I guess, I don't know, like attitude. Add, add, yeah, attitude. It was just like, okay, try me. Okay. 
I can I can one up you. And it was it was funny now, but it was not funny at the time. I thought I was gonna like about to end my life at that moment. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just it's just interesting um, to look back at it now as a twenty eight, almost twenty nine year old, thinking no. like who had the audacity to throw out a computer because I wouldn't have did that. But to I guess throw the- out the computer or just to say that. Yeah, no, like, I didn't do that. Again, fear, child. fear tactics back then. Who was I? Okay. Mm. So I have one other question for you. Okay, what's the question? I think I have one more question. I might have just forgot it. The tequila might have said it. Oh, we haven't taken it. Oh, shot. yeah, we're going to. Oh, shots. Okay, Jesus, take shot. the one. We have before you after this, too. Oh, I so. don't know if I can take that. Hmm. <laughs> Water. Yeah, I wish I had that. Um, my question is, go, how old, first, this is supplemental. How old were your parents when they had you? Do you know? My mama was 28 and my daddy must have been 29 because they're a year apart. Okay. Do you ever, like when you sit back, I don't know if you actually do this or not. Do you ever sit back and think about things that happened when you were younger? And you're, you try to rationalize like the, like try to put yourself in the place of your parents at that time. Like as the age that I am now. Yeah, cause you're your parents' age mm-hmm. when they had you. My yeah. parents had me when they were both 23. So a lot I of- I mean, younger. my mom had my brother when she was 25, I believe. Okay. Um, <laughs> Tequila got- Bless me. Um, Yes and no. That's the sneeze again. Oh, come on. Um, so it's habaneros. It, it wasn't even in the tequila, though. You know why? Um, yes and no, but I feel like I don't recall a lot of things no? to that extent. And so I, I don't think that I would be really able to like answer that to that mm. extent. Dance. No, yeah. Okay, that's fair. Do you um? Do you ever? I, well, I guess I know this answer as far as with your mom and advice. Like I feel like because y'all are very open with each other. Do you ever go to your dad for advice on certain things? No. <laughs> I don't really go to my pulling mom. teeth. <laughs> I don't really go to my mom for advice either. I don't go to people for advice. Who the hell you go to? I don't go for advice. Like, I don't like advice. Like, hmm. I am very, I'm going to do what I want. I just need time to think about it like myself. And so hmm. I don't want to, for me, other people's opinions sway mine so much. I don't even open the door for it. So... If I'm bringing something to you, like a situation or like whatever the case may be, it's because I've already thought about it. I've already decided what it is that I'm going to do. And now I'm bringing it to you. So it's old news. Um, I'm going to lean in for this one. I can (laughs) attest to this because now that she's saying this, I'm thinking she don't tell me she (laughs) until until it's happened. (laughs) I don't know. And I'm supposed to be her best friend, so I'm kind of questioning. Ah, but you just said you need to be more vulnerable. 
I don't say a lot. <laughs> you don't say a lot, a lot. I, I don't say, say more. Yeah, yeah, you don't say do. anything. I say stuff. <laughs> Maybe not in regard. In I say in regards to take a poem. In regards to. Um. Okay. Are there any further questions for investigation before we wrap up this lovely family grownish episode? Or seg- segment. Well, so I, what I wanted to kind of like hint on just with like, we've talked about how as we've gotten older, how our relationships with our parents have changed. Mm-hmm. And I think for me, I'm already kind of hitting, hitting on, yes, I'm operating with my, like my parents in the dynamic of a grown adult, mm-hmm. but also like navigating that dynamic with them as a grown adult but them now also caring for their like parents Mm. and i feel like that's a different feel too um but i can own i mean my my mom's mom I mean, she cares for her. Like my, my grandmother had cancer mm-hmm. not too long ago. Um, she, it's removed, and she's been good since. I think it's been two years. I think that was when did we move in here? So yeah, twenty nineteen. Yeah. It was twenty nineteen. So she's it's been fun. So like she's been caring for that. But my dad's mom hasn't had the, any medical stuff. Mm-hmm. So like as far as caring, um, now something that is hilarious is that I will consistent like the way that my mom will like say slick shit to my grandmother like i'm like (laughs) no if i say this to you i don't need you to like remember that you did this so i think that's something that i'll bring up because i'm around my mom and my grandmother in the same settings more which you've seen yeah deep breaths in and Mm -hmm. but as far as my dad and my grandmother which is so weird because i mean not weird but that side of the family is very very um surface like how me and my dad are like my grandmother and him are that exact same way so i think that's just how they are and looking back at it like it's the generational thing of just not really having these deep relationships on that side of the family whereas my mom is completely opposite to where her her brother her mom they they're all very super close and I'm kind of like the one that's like yeah where my little brother is very close to them oh really (laughs) very because I mean I have my uncle's kids are around my brother's age like no one in that side of the family is really like close to my age so that's allowed me to kind of live on this island of 28-ness with no one (laughs) near me in age to where I can just be like nah I don't know what y'all talking about because either they're too old or they're too young right so I just like chill out by myself that's fair I feel like for me like I've experienced just how to be a child, a grown child of a parent who is now taking care of her parents, which again, I'm obviously talking about my mom and my dad too. You say your dad's been. Yeah, because my yeah. dad has been taking care of his parents too, um, which a, a shift has been a good bit of my grandparents have moved towards like Texas in general, um, from oh, Louisiana yeah, and, and in California. Los Angeles. Um, they have moved towards Texas just for various reasons, natural disasters, health concerns, all that good stuff, just old age. Um, and so both parents have taken on the role of just kind of um, taking care of them. But I feel like for 
my mom just being the only child, her dynamic mm. is a bit different than my dad's. He's the oldest of four. Um, mm. And I feel like I have been, you know, just trying to make sure I can be of support for her during this, um, I guess, shift or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. But that the that circle is, of life. Yeah, that has been interesting, and I think that has that brought y'all have has that brought y'all closer. Do you feel like? Um. Or has it caused you to set more boundaries? I think both. Like, yes, boundaries. But I think on her end, too, she is great at just being receptive to the things that I have to say and understanding. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that is helpful with her, like, setting boundaries just, like, with her own parents, too. And mm-hmm. so I think definitely it has made some shifts or whatever the case may be. But interesting, interesting. Yeah. Okay. Anything else you want to add to this before we take that quick break? No, nothing that I can think of. Okay. Well, we are going to take one more quick break, um, and then we'll close out the show, and we'll be right back. We are back and it is time to close out the show the same way we do it every week with some crazy coping. Yes. Yes, it is that time. Hopefully you guys enjoyed our conversation. But now we're about to get into this. So what got you through these two weeks, Natalie? Mm, So as I mentioned earlier, I feel like routine, routine, routine has got me through these past two weeks, just having some structure, being able to know like what my day to day is going to look like, um, as well as exercising. I have been a bit more adamant just with getting out of my house and going exercising Mm. as well as this week I put on my skates and I went skating around I don't know when what when it was. She don't invite me no more. You are you were at work. Oh um yeah (laughs) and I put on my skates but it was very windy that day too it was so it was very hard I didn't skate for too much long um I didn't skate for long and I went to the gym afterwards (laughs) yeah and so um that definitely had got me through the week as well as just talking with my family because she don't talk to me and so (laughs) what is your routine um tell the people well shit tell me because i don't know either (laughs) well so um i babysit for this wonderful family i think i kind of talked about last time i babysit in the mornings i go work out and then i have like the rest of my afternoon evening because it goes into literally the evening um (laughs) with clients and so it's either like at the office or telehealth so i'm at home just doing it virtually but that's kind of how like my structure my rough structure is it's like babysitting workout 
work. (laughs) (laughs) It is like the day to day. And I have been um, just structured on that, going to sleep at the same time. I've been waking up at the same time. That has definitely been helpful. And so that's kind of like what that structure looks like for me. But what has got you through these past two weeks? Well, like I said, these past two weeks have been rough. Um, Fair. I will say the first week, so not last week, but the week before, I did not make it through that week in my mind. <laughs> I don't know how I got here, but we are here. Last week specifically. Y'all, he has some crystals like right next to him. I mm, feel like that's giving him energy. It I is. Because I feel like. Um, it is. Because, well, and the crystals are not. rough <laughs> for it was the the crystal was supposed to help with clarity mm-hmm. and also help with speaking, so that you know. I'm terrible at, but I know I should. We're gonna make it through. We're gonna make it through. We are. Um, last week, because I feel like last weekend was when I finally was able to kind of start to rejuvenate myself. Because that last week, Valentine's week was terrible, but afterwards, I feel like journaling. I got back into journaling consistently. Hmm. and just getting it out because I feel like that's helpful right because I I mean for me like sometimes speaking to people about things is very difficult but if I can just write it out and just get out the thoughts and the feelings then it's there's no judgment because it's fucking me so Mm -hmm. it's like I can just put whatever I want on the paper right um and uh just getting it out instead of bottling it up that has been helpful um the other thing is I feel like for the longest time I wasn't listening to music and you know, music is kind of like my my jam. Y'all, when I tell you he was listening, my bad, J- mm. blasting <laughs> music today. Man, which I think we talked about before that his Sundays are like, especially mm. from like three to six, four to six, whatever the case may be, mm-hmm. self care Sundays, and he really takes that. Seriously. Very seriously. Like phone goes on um, disturb seriously. And I had to do some work and I went upstairs to the oh, office, I didn't know. which my office is right next to my his room, room and everything. Mm-hmm. And this little nigga was singing his heart out. I mean, like I, I feel like it was we belong together. You did me wrong. Yo, <laughs> I, I showed up up once. Going through. It and, was it mm. was Pleasure P. It was Mariah Carey. We belong together. together. It was Mary J. Blige. Like not gonna it cry. was. I'm Okay, but before y'all think that I'm like depressed and shit, I'm listening to a playlist on Apple Music called Songs That Will Make You Sing Out Loud. (laughs) And dead ass, they will make you sing out loud. I'm in my office doing my work, which I didn't care because I knew he was like doing, so I wasn't, it wasn't doing anything that I needed to like, like not, like have complete silence or whatever the case would be. But to paint the picture, I'm in my office doing my work, watching <laughs> Walking Dead. Like she's literally, been on that. that's damn near what got you through the week. Cause I swear you've been watching for oh, eight years. I forgot about that. Yeah, <laughs> watching Walking Dead, which I've watched it before, but I'm rewatching it because I have I find it has a problem in rewatching shows. For the um, so I'm watching Walking Dead on the fifth season when they escaped, you know, the prison and whatnot, and they're in Alexandria when they're about to like downfall. Anywho's, but. <laughs> 
I hear next door, no, I'm not gonna cry. <laughs> Meanwhile, I literally, it's not like I'm just sitting there like the uh, the meme of Lilo with the record playing. She's just like on the floor. I'm like shaving. <laughs> I'm sipping wine. I'm doing all kinds of shit. I don't know because his door is closed and I'm not about mm-hmm. to open it either. But all I hear is you him shouldn't. sing it off. On key. No, nah, I can't sing. It's off key. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with these people. I ain't got a lot of y'all. <sighs> Very funny. So, yes. Um, hmm. You see that? Sake. Bullying. <laughs> um, mm, I'm going to go with it. Let's talk about that because the um, definition of bullying is very subjective. And you said that earlier, but we're going to talk about that later. So, Natalie has this thing. like I, Because I drink wine, because wine is my judge, maybe next episode we'll just have a good wine. Nat- I like to refill my wine as I'm shaving and stuff like that. And so I'm bald, which y'all can see from the cover. <laughs> so I shave on Sunday. That's part of my self-care routine. And after I'm done shaving, before I actually get in the shower, I like to refill my wine glass. Natalie's domain is downstairs, which happens to be where the kitchen is, which is also where the wine is housed. <laughs> because I do not have a wine cellar upstairs, although at this point I'm thinking about moving my wine up there. Anywho, so I will come down here after I've shaved with just like the remnants of shaving cream on my ears in certain spots to fill up my wine. And she's made it a point to comment on said shaving cream on my freshly shaven head with comments such as, insert quote, you need to wash that out for you come down here. What? No, don't even. She may not say it in that tone. Exactly. I don't even say those words. End quote. What are the words that you say, Natalie Patrice? My words is like, you know you still got shaving cream on your head. Or, so you're just going to come down here with shaving cream on your head. Those are my words. Those are her words. So and to, that is very factual. So again, differentiating between mm-hmm. bullying and saying mm-hmm. that. So today I decided to come down before I got to the shaving portion. I just had you know done my beard. And so I made it a point to say, notice how I don't have shaving cream on my head. And I said, oh. And I said, bullying works. <laughs> And Which I it said, is not because I'm sure uh, that they have, you know, very lasting psychological impacts on people. So I do not want to oh, make bullying okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But also so I want again, to recognize. It's things. not bullying, clearly, since. Um, I mean, this has been know, a couple of while. But anyway, she, she stole my segment yet again. So, yes, music <laughs> and journaling. I'm trying to think of what else has got me through. Um, I think those are going to be the specific ones. Natalie. No, okay. Y'all should see this look he's giving me. First of all, I haven't been communicating with Natalie as well as... (sighs) I feel like... I don't know. We... What did, did we talk? This, we did talk this week. Yeah, we talked when I was showing you on my TikToks yesterday. So yeah, okay. <laughs> Natalie's TikToks got me through. Yes, they did. <laughs> but I've been in a weird space because, like, my co- my co I just uh, on Thursday my coworker finally told me that she was putting in her two weeks notice, and I've alluded before about how work has been extremely stressful, and she was kind of my my rock in this because we've been dealing with it together. You are my rock. I love to rock with you. Anyway. You are my rock. Uh, not the Plies version. 
Anyway, so now that she's gone, like leaving, like that's been rough. So just like, it's been an interesting week. So those two things, listening to music and just like reconnecting with that because music is my jam. And also just journaling so that I'm not bottling up feelings. Those have been the two things that I feel like have really just catapulted me to today. Now, in two weeks, it might be different because we're about to watch Euphoria. And then the next weekend is the finale. So who is to the tell? Next weekend is the That's what I was damn near about to be pissed at you when you said you're going home next weekend. I was like, are you going to be back for the finale? Because uh, we've watched this whole season together. Gotcha. No, so yeah, I I'll probably interested. be home next because Jacoby goes to work. Ooh. <laughs> I will edit that out. No, I won't. Fuck that shit. Say that nigga name. <laughs> We go to work on Sunday, so I'll probably be leaving. I'll come back. Um, okay. But anywho, yeah. oh, so. Yep, there's that. <laughs> <laughs> well, that will do it for this episode. Be sure to follow us on all socials at a crazy little pod. Um, yes, that was an amazing transition, Natalie. Great <laughs> job. <laughs> Way to deflect from the fact that you said that nickname. What? Uh-huh. I'm not going to edit that out, y'all. I have the power. Anyway, yes. Like she said, follow us on social. And please, please, please uh, subscribe to us on Apple and Spotify. And be sure to leave a comment. I mean, not a comment. A review. And to rate us. Yes, um, because we want to hear your feedback. And so we can continue to grow and improve the show. Of course, this is just a learning curve for TJ and I just with like getting TJ and I um, just getting a feel of like, again, allowing you guys to get a glimpse as to what conversations we have on a daily basis because we literally do this quite often however we haven't been to gringos in a minute we haven't and you know why because and my mom and i were just talking about this today how restaurants are consistently disappointing us Mm -hmm. and it's like you're not what you once were yeah so why are you continue to broadcast as if you are (laughs) who you were i'm getting very emotional here y'all she Um, is (laughs) because gringos was the shit was the shit we literally like this idea was birthed at a gringos table because the conversations we were having and yeah no like they've been decl- I don't know whoever we need to talk to if y'all, if y'all send this to a gringoian like a let gringoian. us <laughs> let us know like what we can do but besides that yes point, but I can't wait to get home because Cafe Del Rio <laughs> has never failed mm. knock on wood yeah you mm-hmm. yeah. yes so like she said we want to make sure that we continue to improve this is officially our third real episode fourth if you count the pilots we want to continue to improve um if there's topics even that you guys are interested in us covering like send those our way too but definitely leave us a review and rate the podcast because you know we want to grow we want to we want to blossom if you will i don't know if you heard that sound i don't know what the fuck that was but yes um before we get out of here is there anything else that you want to mention, Natalia? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I'm looking at you all sideways. Um, mind you guys, I'm looking at him all sideways because he is. Um, Please, now you looking like she didn't took this. <laughs> yo, <laughs> yo, she didn't took this butt out of here. Now she look like Felicia from Friday. <laughs> 
<laughs> shit, it went from Sealy to Felicia. That is hilarious. Oh, shit. I wasn't ready. Y'all, we didn't drink too. We didn't took too many shots. I'm sorry, y'all. Hurry up, Natalie. Wrap this up for the people's stuff. <laughs> is there anything else you want to add, friend? Chop. <laughs> I'm dying. Literally same. Um, and I really want to send the TJ shit. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode just as much as we have. Too much. Um, <laughs> hopefully we will have the only thing I got to say. Hopefully we're going to have a guest on our next episode. Um, stay tuned for that. Check back with us in two weeks. Um, yeah. Yeah, we have some guests coming in, and we Ooh. are excited to give you guys a glimpse into our world um, and mm. what we experience on a daily basis just with our family and friends. And so mm. stay tuned for mm. that sneak peek, which should be a very exciting. I mean, if anything, it'd just be us on crack. Um, well, exemplified, you know, mm. just us enhanced. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exclamation point! All that good stuff. Obviously, so. guys, we need to stop taking shots. Or maybe we should keep going. Let us know if you enjoyed but, this episode compared to yours. Yes. If there is not anything else you would like to add, I think Mm-mm. we can wrap up this show here. Yes, so. I completely agree. On that note, we are out and talk to you guys next time. Yes. Take care of yourselves because this life shit is crazy. Bye. Bye, guys.